The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Uh, all religious iconography, images, and artifacts have been removed from display at St. Vincent's Hospital after the Religious Sisters of Charity uh, transferred ownership to a charitable trust uh, last year. Uh, Ronan Mullen, the independent senator, is with me in studio. Uh, Ronan, uh, was this the right thing to do? Well, it comes, uh, I suppose, as the latest step in the journey of St. Vincent's Hospital. You'll recall, of course, the tremendous controversy about its being a maternity hospital and people thinking wrongly that the fact that the Sisters of Charity had some kind of involvement would lead to their stopping abortions and other things from taking place. Clearly, the Sisters lost control of the governance uh, a long time ago. um, And that was really more of a political claim that there was no reality to it. I suppose my normal view on this would be let's have a live and let live culture that recognises the great tradition from the Christian church in healthcare going back over the millennia. So much of what we take for granted started with with Christianity. And a lot of people still get great consolation and have respects for the signs and symbols of, of religion. And could we not have some kind of partnership? But, you know, given that the people who funded this originally were people of faith who had a Christian vision of healthcare and now a secular state that mainly pays the piper, could, could there be some kind of compromise. Now, that would be my normal thinking. But there is a difference in this situation. Because of the fact that St. Vincent's has said clearly it will do abortions and so on, it's very problematic, indeed for me and for many people, Christians and non-Christians, that we now don't have a single uh, maternity hospital in the state that will provide a model of maternity care that is based on protecting and cherishing both mother and child. We've gone from one extreme to the other. And to that extent, it could be said that a hospital called St. Vincent's with religious icon doesn't really do what it says on the tin. You know, there's a Christian vision that involves every life being so, sacred. So, so if you're going to carry out terminations of pregnancy, that you shouldn't have crucifixes on the wall. There's that, there is that argument and indeed I, I see Michael Nugent of Atheist Ireland saying um, you know, should it be called Saint, it shouldn't be called St. Vincent's anymore. I, I actually see his point but for a different reason because it is kind of a scandal that we don't have a model of healthcare that allows the protection of the unborn and well, that's still excellent healthcare in the view of many professionals. Uh, Gillian Brennan is with this as well, the CEO of the Humanist Association of Ireland. Uh, Gillian, I suspect you, you might agree with Ronan, but possibly for different reasons. Yeah, absolutely. And I certainly would agree with what Michael Nugent said earlier about changing the name of the hospital. I mean, is it appropriate any longer to have a hospital named after um, a Catholic saint? I would suggest not. Um, and I think, you know, in, a, in an increasingly secular and pluralist society um, where you have almost three quarters of a million people in, in the census who identified as having no religion, it's really not appropriate in our healthcare system to have symbols of, of you know, religion and particularly associated with one uh, denominated religion. I think that's most inappropriate because our hospitals, after all, are, are funded by the state. They're funded by taxpayers of all religions and none. And really, you know, it's, uh, the role of a hospital is to tend to the medical and the healthcare needs um, of its patients and not to concern itself with their religious needs. That's for a different body to concern itself with that. Is there an argument that some of those patients in that hospital, Gillian, though, would take comfort from having a crucifix on the wall or a statue of the Virgin Mary and to have it there wouldn't necessarily impact on the health care provided? Well, there, of course, there may be people who take comfort from it, but, you know, there's nothing to stop people bringing in their own personal um, religious symbolism, rosary beads or, you know, a small crucifix or whatever gives them comfort. But you have to look at the flip side of, of that argument and say, well, what about the people, you know, who aren't religious? 
and who don't wish to see um, religious symbolism, um, you know, there in, in their face as, as they're too receiving uh, medical care. So, you know, both sides of that argument can be made. And I think, you know, it's not really the place now um, in a modern society um, for a hospital to, to publicly display um, religious iconography. I think, I think we've moved past that stage in Ireland. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't, you can't really ignore that. Um, if, if you take the, local, the latest census figures, say 69% Catholic, but you know there's a, a good chance that the vast majority of those aren't practicing Catholics in any case, because I think the, the mass attendance yeah. figures is about 25-30%. Um, so you know, if they, p- people are free to bring their own symbolism. I, I don't think it's appropriate to have it um, displayed on, on the walls um, in, in such a demonstrative fashion as it is throughout our hospital system at the moment. Uh, Run on. Yeah, well, if you take the Matter Hospital now, so let's park the issue where there's ethical controversy. So let's say take a hospital, and the Matter, by the way, seems to have had stronger governance, seems to have protected its ethos, and presumably is getting plenty of money for the state uh, for the services it provides, but there isn't the controversy about things like abortion because it's not maternity. There I would make a different point. There I would disagree with Gillian, and I would say that, you know, if you take Christianity out of our culture, well, what values do you replace it with? What do you fill the vacuum with? What type of values do people want for their children and so on? And I would say that there's a lot of people who might be lukewarm Christians or maybe not believers at all, but who have a respect, particularly in the area of healthcare, where the Christian churches have done so much. They really invented compassionate care, you know. Um, if you go back right through the history of how our hospitals and indeed our universities started. So th- there is a tradition there that I think a lot of people respect. And I would say, and I know this, I did a report on palliative care for the Council of Europe a few years ago and you know we were unashamed to talk about excellent palliative care being physical in terms of pain relief and the symptoms of discomfort being dealt with but also emotional psychological spiritual that these are all part of the human experience and I think a lot of people would welcome for example when they are dying the fact that you know they would be able to, to have a priest there's almost I do hear reports that there's almost a, a discomfort now in the more secular mindset that you know what do you really want a kind of a, a religious input. Nobody's talking about forcing anything on anybody, by the way. Mm. I think we haven't got to a point of tolerance. There's a kind of an allergy towards Christianity in some quarters. We have to move beyond that to a more live and let live situation. Gillian, uh, uh, where, where would we find our moral compass then, if not in Christianity? Well, I suppose uh, as uh, humanists, we are value-based life stance. So our core values are um, compassion, which Ronan has mentioned there, equality and reason. And, you know, there, there are, are, are millions of humanists around the world and, and uh, lives haven't fallen apart and society hasn't fallen apart um, through, you know, us not um, being participating in a religion. Um, and, and I think as well, just to pick up on Ronan's point there, and there, there is many times, and I think every Irish person is well aware, there's been many instances in society where re- religions haven't shown compassion um, particularly in the education system and indeed in the healthcare needs of women um, who found themselves in what we once described as unmarried mothers. Um, so, you know, the, the flip side of that argument can also be made. But I, w- I would certainly say that there isn't, um, there isn't any evidence to suggest that a society or a culture would fall apart um, if we don't have um, a fear instilled in people through religion that if you're not good in, in, in this life, you'll be dealt with in the next one. Um, I, I don't see any evidence for that at all. That isn't the religious claim, of course. But, but I think, you see, I, I agree 
agree with a lot of what humanists say. I, I think they'll be even better, though, when they are less fearful of the spiritual dimension of people's lives ha- having a place in the marketplace as well. You know, if there's a percentage of, of, of people in this country, and they're a very large percentage, who, who value aspects of the religious experience, you know, we should not be ashamed of that. We should not be trying to cancel that. No, I don't that. think Gillian yeah. was trying to cancel it. She even suggested that people could bring in their own crucifix, their yeah, own iconography agreed, and have she, it around them. I think Gillian could be even more generous and say there is a, you know, not every hospital, in fact, the minority now will be Christian hospitals, but where there are some that are state funded and, and that have a particular set of values which have inspired their excellent healthcare over the years, I say let that live and breathe and don't be trying to cancel it. Are you trying to cancel it, Gillian? No, not not at all. I mean, you, you can look at another aspect of the hospital system, look at the chaplaincy service, and it's totally dominated um, by religious chaplains. In fact, the, ru- the rules that exist prevent non-religious people, for the, for the most part, from um, partaking in any of those roles. So I think really what, what we're saying is we're just looking for equal rights. Um, and I think given the diversity of our society now, um, you know, that, that the hospital systems have to be able to cater for the diverse needs of all its patients. And it's, it's not appropriate to give priority um, to, you know, to, to one set of, of, of our um, citizens in the country, as is the case at the moment, certainly, um, you know, from, from the iconography that's uh, visible mm. in our healthcare system, I, I, priority I, I think, has been given to date. I think that's where Gillian is making the mistake. She's reaching for diversity, which I agree with, but you don't achieve a good diversity by rubbing out other people's traditions. You find a way to let them bloom together. I have no problem, for example, with no, the No, but funding. there's a hierarchy in within the diversity. And, and if you leave the crucifix and the Virgin Mary on the wall, but tell the, society the will humanist find, patient or the Islamic patient, they can put something just small on their bedside locker. Society will find its natural balance on that. I think I mentioned on this programme before, for example, the court case involved, the Lautzi case in Italy, where somebody was challenging crucifixes being on the wall in the Italian school classrooms, the state schools. Mm. And Italy strongly defended its right and won at the European Court uh, because this is part of our culture. This is Somebody once described culture as the way we do things around here. I think the problem in Ireland at the moment is people, and very often they're a minority, I don't think they represent the majority ordinary person's view, but they're trying to force the transformation of Irish society in well, terms of, instead of letting things evolve naturally. Dave in Malahide says, I completely agree with removing religious iconography from hospitals and schools and any state-run buildings. Keep it to the church. But Catherine says, I have terminal cancer and I've taken great comfort over the many years of my disease progressing from the priests and nuns bringing comfort and counselling and the chapel is a great source of comfort as well for me in the hospitals and I'm in my early 40s so not just the elderly who are Catholic points out uh, Catherine, Dave and Catherine and everybody else uh, thank you for your messages and your texts 87 106 thank you as well to the independent senator Ronan Mullen and to Gillian Brennan who is the CEO of the Humanist Association of Ireland